What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Dear Universe It's Me podcast. You are listening to episode seven. If my voice does not sound familiar to you, I want to welcome you to the show. My name is Jenny Dreyfus. I am your host coming to you from the very, very warm Phoenix, Arizona area. (laughs) If my voice does sound familiar to you, Thank you so much for coming back. Wherever you are, you guys, I know that you have a lot of choices in whatever podcast you listen to. So I want to thank you for intentionally pressing play on today's episode and for always supporting me and listening to this podcast. Also, if you have not yet subscribed and you want to make sure that you are notified every time I upload, go ahead and click that subscribe button wherever you are listening. If you are an iPhone user and you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you feel inspired or you just want to share some thoughts with me, you can leave me a review or a rating. You can even do this anonymously. So let me know your thoughts. The more ratings or reviews I have, it really just means that this podcast gets in front of more people and we can help heal the world when we heal ourselves and really tune into our intuition, which leads me to today's topic. So we've been in quarantine now since March. I've been intentionally quarantining and staying home. Quarantining sounds like quarantini, some cool drink, but (laughs) I've been home since March. And I had my first tarot card reading in February, completely changed my path in terms of how I needed to heal myself and really just illuminated the fact that I do need to heal myself. And I thought I had done that and I really had not. And so I've used quarantine to learn more about tarot and I interview my friend Casey today on the podcast. You guys met Casey in episode two when we talked about astrology. So you already know this podcast is going to be a hoot and a holler. So grab your wine, grab your coffee, whatever time of day it is, get cozy. We have a blast and we have a really beautiful conversation about tarot. And this episode is really tarot 101. What the heck is tarot? You guys saw the title. WTF is tarot. What does it mean? How many cards are there? How do you do it? Are you talking to dead people? Is it spirits? Is it the universe? What is it? And why do so many people love it? So let's go ahead and jump in. You guys know Casey is a yoga teacher. She's someone who really, really lives modern spirituality. She's grown up with it. Her mom has done amazing tarot readings on her, on myself, on Tyler, her boyfriend, that I've thankfully been able to witness. She's my biggest inspiration when it comes to living my life in a spiritually authentic way. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take our breath so that we can jump into this episode. So it's important to pause and to take a breath and I'll admit, vulnerable moment, that this week has been really hard for me. I put on my Instagram stories yesterday a picture of me crying, not because I wanted to get any sort of sympathy, but because I wanted to share that crying is completely normal and having a bad day is completely normal. And I will share with you right now, I have had a really bad day. So breathing always helps and yoga helps. But for now, what we can do and what we are in control of is our breath. So wherever you are, find a pause. This pause can be seated, it can be standing. If you're driving, allow the pause to just be focusing on the action of driving. Feel yourself rooted into your seat or rooted through your heels. Relax your jaw a little bit and then take a deep breath in through your nose. And as you're breathing in, feel your belly balloon, feel your lungs expand, feel your rib cage expand. Imagine you're breathing in bright white light. You guys, we talk all about light in today's episode with tarot. Hold this breath and open your mouth and then exhale, breathing out that white light and filling every aspect of your life with that white, pure, protective light. 
You can take as many breaths just like this as you want. You can take this any time of day. In any situation, find a pause to take a breath and to reset, to ask yourself questions like, is this serving me? Is the action that I want to take or is the sentence I want to say, is that going to serve me and my highest good? (sighs) Okay, you guys, I'm so excited to finally be releasing this Tarot 101 Intro to Tarot episode with my friend Casey Calvert. So let's go ahead and jump into it, you guys. I feel like I should sing. Okay, well, we're recording. <laughs> hey, it's just like so sensual the mic. It adds a whole it, different vibe when there's a mic in front of your face. It, but like with the mic stand, I just want to hold on to it and be like, Hurr. yeah. So y'all, we have mic stands this time around. It's very fish. That's how it feels. We've upgraded. Yeah. So welcome to episode seven. Um, I'm here with Casey. You guys met her in episode two when we talked about astrology. Her boo Tyler, the Cancer, is also here. You might remember him from episode two as well when he came out strong for our Sag friends. So we're happy to have him here and let's cheers before we do anything yes. thank you for being on the podcast again yes, I'm, very I'm so ex- stoked I freaking had so much fun the first time around and you just asking me about these subjects that I'm obsessed with and like <laughs> well I've learned most of them from you and last time we were in the closet recording this and now we're out in your living room with mic stands and we still have wine so setting the scene again <laughs> We're here in her living room, sitting on the floor, incense is burning again. We have a candle. We have Caspian, their dog. Mm -hmm. And we're here today to talk about tarot. Tarot. But first, how are you, Casey? I know it's been a minute. I mean, I see you every other day, but it's been a minute since you've been on the podcast. (laughs) I'm good living my best life, um, staying safe during COVID. I can't say quarantine anymore because Arizona is just like free balling over here, but staying safe. (laughs) Free (laughs) balling. Yeah. So if you're in other parts of the country, maybe stuff is opening up for you. Arizona is, well, some stuff is still open here. Yeah. We kind of like shut down for a millisecond, like some, or some things like shut down like gyms and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. If you ask most Arizonians, they'd be like, I feel like I'm Wild just coming out. at Arizonians right now. I but know. like, yeah, they're just like, hey, no mask, like hashtag free the nipple, but it's hashtag free the Dude, mask, which is so dumb. I'm not even going to get into that. But <laughs> I feel like quarantine has been a time where a lot of people, especially myself, has have used this time to dive into spiritual journeys mm-hmm. and tried to find spiritual awakenings and really using this time to dig deep and to look for answers. Yeah. And obviously, you guys saw the title of today's episode it's all about tarot and I think it's fair to say that tarot right now is a little bit of a trend yeah I would say it's like being vulnerable right mm-hmm. it's it's definitely coming out on the social meds and and a lot of people are just going for the gold with tarot just buying decks and like all right tell me my future or whatever like yeah it's definitely trendy it's definitely a hashtag at this point probably (laughs) it definitely is and I wasn't exposed to tarot ever until February so I remember in February so you have always talked about it Mm -hmm. I know that you've had cards your mom has had has several decks yes and you texted me in February, I think, and and said, my mom is here. Are you open to a tarot reading or are you interested in it? Because I think I, at that point, you had talked about it a few times. Yeah. So I came over. Your mom read me. Mm-hmm. She did the Celtic cross spread. Mm-hmm. 
and yep. it blew my mind. Yep. I remember actually, do you remember I went home that night and was very freaked out, mm-hmm. saged my apartment, texted you. Yeah, completely. And shout out to my mom again. I'm pre- okay. If you heard that, that was my dog. I'm sure you didn't, <laughs> but his side is intense. Anyway, um, my mom just does wonderful reading. She's been reading people for years and years and years, like at least my entire life. And before that, like she learned from my grandmother and whatnot. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, yeah. So whenever like my mom's over, I always ask my friends, I'm like, hey, have you ever been interested? Like, yeah, my mom's really freaking good. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so crazy accurate. And it shared things about me that I hadn't told anyone before. Mm-hmm. It was just, that. yeah. And so since then, I've gotten into it a little bit. I've read books, used you and your mom as resources. And I post on my Instagram stories kind of my single card that I pull mm-hmm. every day. And since I've been doing that, a lot of people are interested to know what it is. Yes. I think there's a lot of stigmas around what tarot is. Oh, yeah. It's all woo-woo, witchcraft, burn them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. But there is like a definitely a negative stigma. And mm-hmm. a lot of people um, just automatically go to the dark side with it. But, I mean, we can get in, I'll get into that later, too, as well. But it's I promise it's all good, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing thing, I think. It is. And yeah. It really does, like, tell you, like, your innermost, like, what you just said, where things that you hadn't told anyone came out. Like, tarot is very, it touches on your soul, like, in your innermost feelings, like, things you'll try to hide away. Mm-hmm. I know I've had readings where I'm like, can you guys not? Can we just not do this right now when I read the cards and I'm like, God, like getting the hermit for the sixth time. You're like, okay, I understand. I get (laughs) I'm getting the message. (laughs) So this is a very broad question, Casey. And and I have I'm having you on the podcast because you and your family introduced me to tarot. You're very knowledgeable on it. You've Mm -hmm. you've read me several times and every time they've been very accurate and very meaningful for me. (laughs) So from your lens and what you know about this, what the magical question, what is tarot? (laughs) Right. Everyone wants everyone wants to know. Okay, so I know know it's so broad. But you guys have five hours. (laughs) Honestly, tarot, tarot. So. I guess I can start with the history. I love the history. I love history, period. Um, I have so many history books, like, yeah, mythology, Royal Britain, anything. Anyway, um, so starting with, like, the history of tarot, some kind of trace it back to ancient Egypt and the Book of Thoth. Toth. You guys can pronounce it however you want. It's, like, ancient Greek, actually, is the pronunciation of his name, and there's no actual English pronunciation. Anyway, that was me rambling. Anyway, so... <laughs> The Book of Toth, he was the god of, like, knowledge, writing, wisdom, magic, and all that jazz. Some believe tarot started there, but that's just kind of, like, one of those beliefs where there's certain traces here and there. But there, some believe Italy, it started in, like, the 1500s just as a card game. Kind of interesting. But it wasn't until, now, this guy, so he's French, <laughs> so I'm so sorry if you speak French. Oui. I will, yeah, I will straight up probably butchered this man's name but <laughs> I in my head I say it perfectly so <laughs> give it um, a go <laughs> so he his like pseudonym is Atelia but his actual name is John Baptiste Alliette mm, question mark <laughs> but he's who brought like the divinatory meanings to tarot and like made it more widespread Yes. So pause. Mm-hmm. You said div- divinatory. Yes. So we use the word divine quite often. Mm-hmm. I end every podcast by saying the divine light in me mm-hmm. sees the divine light in you. So how, to you, what does divine mean? Is it just a higher power? 
yes, to me, it's a higher power. Divine is kind of, how do I even put it? Like, like when I say the word divine, like I think of like bright white light, Mm -hmm. bright white energy. Protecting you. mm -hmm. Something positive. Yes. Divine is, I mean, there's so much to a divination, like divining wisdom, like divine is just above like your crown chakra it's mm-hmm. like the ultimate i don't know magical source i don't yeah. want to say magic because that freaks people out but yeah. like i just love the word magical mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like that source and that's where you go when you want to deal with your spirit with intuition all that jazz so that's he so he brought that sense to, to these cards yes uh, in about the 1700s he brought that sense to them so he brought in like the symbolism and whatnot and he also referenced like the book of toth as well Mm -hmm. again toth toth i'm so sorry if you're a historian out there i might be butchering his name i've heard it many ways but anyway (laughs) so he brought that sense to it and he made it more widespread now it wasn't until like the writer weight deck which is like the main deck that's out there um, i have the writer deck i believe yeah it's that's the perfect deck to start off with honestly but arthur edward weight is the um was one of the co-creators of it and in the early 1900s he was in new york and that's when he it really came over here and he like really with his symbolism um the imagery on the rider weight deck is basically just like your og imagery it, it is very much so mm-hmm. it's very artistic and meaningful and symbolic mm-hmm. and it's interesting you say that because in my last episode I talked to my friend Jake talking about yoga and how when it came over into western culture it really changed a lot because of social media and expectations and the trendiness of it mm-hmm. so probably similarly with tarot when it became exposed to western culture mm-hmm. it changed a little bit but it's very it's sacred in the way you're describing the history of it yeah it absolutely is it's super sacred and in the early like 1500s it was definitely sometimes like the church was a little bit against it which is probably where the negativity comes like that looming air of darkness when most people hear tarot and witchiness but back then it was a little bit darker like i mean for instance um the hierophant actually used to be the pope i think was the name of his Mm. card and now it's like the teacher right Mm -hmm. look at me learning i just came off the top of my head (laughs) yeah but they um so they changed it bringing it over here and with right away and whatnot they kind of changed some of the names to be more broad instead of the pope the pre because of course you know different religions yeah appreciate that which makes sense but yeah so Anyway, that's like a little brief history. Sorry, guys. I'm like a history no, nerd. No, <laughs> it's, it's important because knowing tarot involves knowing where it came from mm-hmm. and why it exists today. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah so I thank agree. you for that. I didn't know that. And I purposefully told Casey, do not tell me your notes <laughs> because I'm le- still learning tarot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning. So thank you. Ah, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for just letting me talk and babble about Girls, things that I love. Girls, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like tarot reading itself is the practice of the word again divination or like divining wisdom um and guidance through a specific spread of these cards and it's a deck of 78 cards um each has its own imagery symbolism and story behind it so when you get into tarot you really want to look at the card the picture itself um which is something i wasn't doing when i first started doing it on my own mm -hmm. i would just straight look start to i go to biddy tarot which if you are learning tarot highly recommend it's good b-i-d as in dog d as in dog y tarot Mm -hmm. 
highly recommend her uh, website. She has a podcast too. But you and your mom are the ones who are like, pause and look at the image on the card. Because oftentimes that image will tell you exactly what you need to to hear or to interpret with your intuition. Exactly. And I feel like that's just like the next level of tarot is learning to sink into your intuition and learning to not only interpret the cards from what you've read on Biddy or some decks come with like little booklets themselves, um, but not only what you've read, but it's all intuitive because, you know, there's different elements to different cards. There's different meanings to different cards like a king or the um, pages yeah everything has a background meaning and so you just kind of have to get into your intuition for that so which is awesome what that you said 78 cards yes so 22 major arcana and then 56 minor arcana minor arcana also the 56 minor arcana are split into different suits so you have four suits remember when i called them sweets at yeah. first <laughs> I was that like, was ooh, this is the pentacle suite. You're like, um, <laughs> do you mean suit? I'm still very new, but yes, I was proud of myself when I made that, that connection. <laughs> and the major arcana cards, and you guys, I think we'll probably get into the suits in a different episode, mm-hmm. but the 78 cards in a deck, major arcana are the cards with huge messages. Those are like mm-hmm. the hermit which I get a lot, or the Hierophant, which you previously mentioned, mm-hmm. cards that are like big daddy cards. Yep, they are um, DD. numbered. Is it BD? <laughs> BD. <laughs> big, da- <laughs> big dick energy or like. <laughs> no. But yeah, so the major arcana are, there's 22 cards, but they're numbered zero or O to 21, and it starts with the full. But they are more of your spiritual cards. So they're more about like your lifelong quests, like your deep inner workings and, you know, what you need to work through. Usually big messages come out with your major arcana. The minor arcana cards are more like your daily life. So when they show up, it can be your talents. It can be your work. It can be your stresses, but it's your day-to-day life, whereas major arcana is more deep, deep spiritual and whatnot and so that is cups which is love and happiness yes right wands and quizzing myself a little bit wands which is spiritual Mm -hmm. um pentacles which is enterprise and money Mm -hmm. so like work and whatnot and then swords dun 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 and with each card which with each suit actually there are elements because we always like to bring in those elements so wands um wands or they are also known as rods um that's like the one so every deck is different we'll probably get into that later but wands are slash rods (laughs) are fire swords are air cups are water and pentacles is earth because you know i'm doing the groundwork and most pentacle cards anyway Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. but yeah and so that's just what tarot is all together it's about intuition and I will say it's not really about telling your future or fortune telling, which is also what a lot of people like to think. Totally. I think especially mis- from the olden days. <laughs> yeah. I think a little, I, I read something earlier today. It was like, tarot is not a magic eight ball, mm-hmm. but it's a powerful, powerful tool to give you guidance and to mm-hmm. send you messages. To send you, yeah. And you can learn a lot about yourself through tarot. I know I have. I know I absolutely have. And um, actually, I there was this one quote. I don't remember who said it. I really don't. I'm sorry that I'm not citing you. But they said that every spiritual lesson we meet in our lives can be found within the 78 tarot cards. Mm. And I thought that was 
pretty legit. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, I could have used a better descriptive word than legit, no. but I found that pretty legit. I was like, I would that's agree. That's so true. Like that really rang true to me. Which yeah. Is, yeah. So, yeah. But I promise it's not all woo woo and whatnot. <laughs> so that leads me to another question for you, mm-hmm. and this was also an Instagram question Ooh. that we got on our stories. What is it that connects a tarot? connects a reading to a human so is it spirit is it is it energy in general is it the universe because (laughs) well exactly yeah that was one of your questions and we'll get into what a reading looks like and and how and all of those things but the cards are sacred Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what would you what would you say makes them sacred is it when you open a deck and you're doing a reading you're connecting to spirit or is it just energy and different vibrations so i truly believe something i will say also with tarot is there's different are different schools of thought so there's different ways to learn i mean tarot is pretty i mean it's pretty rigid you know but there's different schools of thought i genuinely believe it depends on your belief so it's all it is all energy everything is energy of some kind um some believe it's just the subconscious deep within yourself Um, Some say your spiritual connection. So soul, spirit with other souls, spirits, your angels, guardian angels. Um, And so that's just what I believe. It's energy of some kind. We are talk like this isn't a Ouija board. We're not going and saying spirits talk to me. But, you know, if you do believe that spirits are around, like, yeah, that's who you're tuning into because that's a higher power. That's another plane. And that's who you're tuning into. If you just believe in energy that's what you're tuning into is your energy and you put out what you get back do you not think so you mentioned Ouija board and actually someone at my work had asked me if it was similar to a Ouija board in the sense of they were afraid they were asking me the question in terms of danger like if I open Mm -hmm. up a tarot deck am Mm -hmm. I is it like a Ouija board am I inviting in dark energy and you're basically saying no it's what you believe it's and we've talked about this it's the energy you put out into the world too yes it's the energy you put out into the world um do spirits come with it? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not going to say definite answer on that because, um, well, it's like when I, I went home that one night, mm-hmm. I was freaked. I mean, I was a little bit freaked out. Exactly. And if you believe in spirits, like, yeah, it, it, you can, like, they're there to guide you. I know I, when I do my readings, I call to like the universe, energy, my guides, like spirit guides. So if you believe in that, then yeah, like Sage, like, well, we'll get into that too. But, it is not similar to a Ouija board <laughs> in that sense. You're not talking to the dead. Let me put it. Bl- Great like, clarification. Straight, Thank yeah, you. Thank blanket you. Blanket statement. Because a Ouija board straight talking to the dead. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fuck with. Oh, can I cuss? Yeah, you sure okay. can. Girl. <laughs> I don't fuck with Ouija boards. I don't fuck with that stuff at all. Um, and no, tarot is not just straight talking to dead people. <laughs> yeah. So no, fun, no, that's <laughs> a, such a good clarification because that's mm-hmm. part of the misconception, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, and that, I'm not going to get back into the history, but it dates back to way back when with the church, they were like, this is the devil himself. And it's just right, right. It's not. So let's say I am interested in tarot. Mm -hmm. I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. I go on Amazon or I go into a a crystal shop and I buy a deck or back up. How do you buy a deck? What do you look for? Now what? You have a deck. It's showed up on your front porch. You have it in your hands. You have yet to unwrap it. Where does someone who's interested in tarot begin? Okay. 
Ooh. Um, <laughs> that was me in February, y'all. Yeah. And let me tell you, we had a whole, I'll explain, we had a whole ritual. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, so, first off, with tarot, I will say if you are a beginner, 100% the Rider weight deck is the way to go. Just because the imagery is traditional. And it's rider, R-I-D-E-R. Like you're riding a horse. Mm -hmm. And then weight, W-A-I-T-E. And that deck is just the traditional deck. It's just the imagery is exactly what it means. Because again, when you want to start tapping into your intuition, not just reading straight from a book, because that's not what tarot is. It is. is, There are these meanings, but you need to tap into your intuition. Like you need to start when you're learning tarot I shouldn't say you need <laughs> I'm making that a blanket statement well but can I ask can I ask you too how you would I'm sorry we're going we might be going down a rabbit hole but how would you define intuition because I know a lot of people listening are just quarantine has really teed them into spirituality and wanting to tap into who they are mm-hmm. and so how would you define intuition and for dummies from people like me what does the intuition mean it's when you know like I should take the highway today versus the side roads I don't Mm -hmm. know why but something's telling me exactly you just have like the sixth sense of things and a lot of people especially in this day and age you know we're kind of numbed from our intuition from a lot of I mean I'm not blaming it all on technology but just in this day and age we just kind of numb ourselves from that and don't believe in anything like that and deep down Mm -hmm. you have all of your answers within you you have Everything you want to know know is within you if you open yourself up to it. That I mean, you can go into the subconscious mind and what dreams mean. That's literally your subconscious talking to yourself. And we can bring that to a scientific standpoint as well as a spiritual standpoint. Um, I won't get into all that. I'm super into psychology as well. But um, yeah, so to me, intuition, it's I don't even know how to directly it's your gut it's just your gut it's who you are it's your spirit and if you want to open up yourself to that like um your intuition won't let you down it really won't like I don't think I don't think ever your gut will let you down yeah 100 percent. so that's just my opinion (laughs) no I think that's a good way to describe it so you've gotten you have the rider deck the rider weight deck yes however so with that um if that calls to you if exactly that's yeah. what I was about to say so I always recommend that when you're beginning but with a tarot deck you listen to your intuition what calls to you it's very big even with any card deck goddess oracle I don't really know those as deeply mm-hmm. but um the whole point is to listen to your intuition what when you see it what calls to you what feels right kind of the same way that I say buying crystals you don't just like buy crystals online. I mean, you can. I bought crystals online, but you should really like hold them. You should really feel them. You get a feeling. If you allow yourself to be open in that sense, you'll get a feeling. And that's how it should be with tarot decks as well. So, but I always recommend Rider Weight when you're beginning just yeah, because it's, it's a just, great one. It's, it's fantastic. A- and you get all the imagery because with other decks too, I mean, there's so many decks out there, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, like the good freaking- tarot. It's mm-hmm. technically a tarot deck, but it looks so different. Some, they use mm-hmm. rods, not wands, for example. Mm-hmm. So some, they're all very different. But what I like about the Rider Waite deck is the imagery is clear and it's simple to understand. Yeah, and it's the original imagery. Well, sort of original imagery. So it's what the card means. But, I mean, there's Game of Thrones decks out there. There's, like, Hollywood decks. There's, I don't even know, ocean decks or whatever. And 
they'll try to make the imagery similar so that you understand, but those are more for funsies. And if that's what calls to you, get that deck. However, if you want to learn, like ground up, if you want to tune into reading tarot cards, not only for yourself, but for others, start with Rider Waite just as a deck because that's the actual imagery. That's the symbolism you need to look into. So, yeah. So, so you, you have the deck that calls to you. Mm-hmm. And I want to preface this because a few people have reached out to me and, and have bought, bought in tarot decks. Mm-hmm. And I it always freaks me out a little bit because when I got my deck, I was afraid to open it until you were there and I saged every single card <laughs> front and back and did it right. But that's because I deeply believe in I deeply believe in everything mm-hmm. spirits, aliens. I believe in everything. So I'm just hyper. I want to be as safe and possible. Yeah, as, as safe as possible. But I think there are people who get their tarot decks and rip them on open and don't know how to handle them with care and. What are your comments? (laughs) Not no judgment, but no judgment. So it's all energy. Um, do no, like anyone who asks me about tarot, I don't say rip it open and then just let it sit there because when you rip it open, it's a brand new deck. It's picking up every all the vibrations that are not yours, hundred percent. And it is, it's just like neutral, so it can invite in whatever you want. I'm very, I have a very specific ritual. It's a very specific ritual I tell everyone else. There's a couple different ways that you can even do this. And I can tell you the different ways as well that you can cleanse them and whatnot. But when you get a new deck, you need to make sure that you open it. We're going to cleanse it. We'll talk about that. But also, you know, that you have a good like reciprocal to um, hold your deck in. So a wooden box, a stone. House. I'm all about Sh- the tarot housekeeping. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm all about like the natural elements and whatnot, like a silk scarf you can wrap around it. Um, and this is also kind of tarot 101 anyway, that you should kind of put your deck in. Mine's in a wooden box. Um, my mother's is in a stone box. Um, I think yours was in a scarf, a crystal scarf. Mine, was, crystal. In a, mine was in a <laughs> scarf <laughs> with selenite wrapped in velvet until okay. I just got mm-hmm. a, bo- a wooden box. Because wood is the best way. The be- wood and silk will protect the vibration of your deck. Mm-hmm. And that means it's protecting your deck from outside energies. Mm-hmm. When you're holding your deck, it's picking up your vibration. It's your deck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I got Ace of Cups the other day and I kept that card with me all day. And I asked yeah. you, like, do I need to can put I? this card yeah. back? And you're like, no, it's your deck. Like, mm-hmm. you can do it's it. It's your deck. It's your card. You're in your sacred space. Like, you can keep it out with you. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, when you get a deck, start with making sure you have a nice place that you can put it. I always, um, now this is something my mom kind of drilled into me. But you should kind of have a Zen spot picked out where you'll be using it. So, not everyone does this, but kind of bless your space. I know I will do my readings in my living room. Um, it's right next to my zen yoga area that I have and I sage the area I also have a nice wooden table because I always recommend doing readings on natural surfaces as well on wood or whatnot can you do it on carpet yeah that's totally fine like you don't have to be as strict as I am I'm just it's very sacred um in my opinion so that's how I do it um but anyway so you kind of want your zen area bless your space you want to get out like your white candle amethyst crystal quartz tourmaline or any sort of black stone. Why why a white candle? So white brings in like the light. So we'll bring in like a dark stone. I usually do tourmaline or you can do obsidian. I said tourmaline. I called (laughs) it tourmaline. Whatever. It's It's however you want to say it. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know. (laughs) And 
darker stones tend to suck up like negative energy, so that's good. Um, well, well, hold up. Not okay. to, not to <laughs> rustle feathers here, but um, it sounds like you're doing a lot of like ritualistic cleansing and white stuff. But earlier you said that you can't really pull from negativity. Is that's what what it made it sound like? It's like no spooky places. So why all this cleansing and light if you don't have to worry about the spookiness because you do need to worry about the spookiness so it's all in my opinion good question tyler in my opinion i think it's all about protection yes so i me personally i believe that negative and dark things exist in our world so i sage and i have my selenite and in rose quartz and amethyst and all those things around me when i'm doing tarot because i believe in it and i want to protect myself as much as possible Mm-hmm. And you would do the same with an oracle deck or a deck that brings in a lot of light. Mm-hmm. And earlier, I'm not even gonna lie, I was just kind of being kind in a sense. Okay. Where, <laughs> in a sense where <laughs> people don't want to believe in evil spirits or whatever. And I'm not trying to get too woo woo on anyone because everyone has their own beliefs. But do you want to take that chance? Because I know you, as a realist and someone who doesn't tend to believe in this stuff. Would you rather be safe than sorry? I'll put the mic to you, but I know what you've told me is you would rather be safe than sorry. You would rather take those precautions. Is that not true? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember once I got a tarot reading and you were like all up in arms about not to let this guy give me a tarot reading. He was some random dude, by the way, guys. This dude, Tyler, just met. He's like, hey, I want to read you. I was like, who the fuck do you <laughs> think you are? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we weren't like on the streets. Like we were mutual friends, you know, so it wasn't that insane. But uh, you were just like, you know, oh, you got to protect yourself and oh, this. And so I just thought it was funny that you were saying, oh, no, you can't pull from any spooky places because... I have a real question. We won't get into it, but did you not have a bad experience after that? Mm, I was just uh, going to say. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, as just so all of you guys know, I'm not really a believer. My my opinion is, like, worst case, um, it's just flipping some cards. Best case, you know, it's right. So, you know, no, either way, it's a, it's a win-win. Tyler, so, I've, wit- <laughs> I've witnessed an experience. <laughs> we'll get into that later. He, he, just to be clear, he's good. Like, what he's saying is accurate. But I just want to be, like, the Gemini in me is saying, by the way, guys, that experience that he did where he just went willy nilly with this guy was not fun. <laughs> I it, I really think it's up to you. I mean, so it's all the issue is that it all is maybe explainable. So I think I think that what they're referencing in the believing is so it was maybe a month or two ago doing a reading. And for some reason, we, we fucked it up. Like we we started, we drew three cards and it was like, oh, oh oops, we did it wrong. Just kidding. We have to restart. I can't remember what the reason was. Um, but so we did everything again. I shuffled it like 20 times and uh, we drew the cards again. And it was the exact same cards in the exact same position with like face up, face down. Everything was the exact same. Which is a big deal because in tarot, we'll get into it later as well. I keep saying we'll get into it later. This might be a um, five hour. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini. Um, <laughs> but um, in tarot, there is a difference between a reversed position and also straight up. And so the fact guys, that it was identical. His, it wasn't only identical. It was in the same exact position. So he did a Celtic. We were doing a Celtic cross spread. It was this, the same exact position. And they were all like what ones were right side up were right side up and what ones were reverse were reverse. It was only three because, again, we stopped it halfway through. But like the odds of that, we ended up doing the math because, again, Tyler doesn't believe. It's like 48 million to one that that it would it would because it's 78 cards. But anyway, so it's super, super unlikely that I would get the exact same cards. In the same 
in the same position. Yeah, and this is where my non-believing ass like has trouble because I don't want, you know, that that, that doesn't compute that some spooky spirits are telling me my future or whatever. And so, when, but when I see that, it makes it difficult or more difficult for me to, it kind of makes me question. Sure. Because, I mean, the odds are so astronomically low, and I could explain it away by saying, oh, maybe I shuffled funny, and so the card stayed on top, but I don't think that I did. You I shuffled have, hard. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done that. Uh, even one of my friends was like, oh, are you sure that Casey's mom wasn't pulling a card trick? Like, no. She- also, Blancs from the Bronx would never do that. I know, this She's guy legit. legit thinks that my <laughs> basically Tyler's mother-in-law basically is pulling card tricks on him but, i just want to say that but was hilarious. to the initial point i think you give it whatever power you want i personally would always choose to protect myself because of the what if also i'm a big believer i'm a huge believer in spirits and all of that so naturally i always sage i always have crystals because yeah. i do believe that darkness can come in but that's my belief tarot in itself is not witchcraft it's not Mm-mm. dark unless that's what you're trying to access and it's a gateway like it's all all these excuse me wine burp um (laughs) these like magical mystical things are a gateway to something so yes light your white candle like bring in your sage like be careful if you really want to go willy-nilly that's on you would i recommend that no would any course on tarot recommend that no would any book on tarot recommend that absolutely not but i'm also not gonna make blanket statements for the entirety of tarot because i am not the mayor of tarot i don't know why i said treat the card whatever deck you get treat the deck with respect treat your cards with respect and you will good things will come from it it's just like when you're saging before you read someone or yourself you're asking you're inviting light to come in and you're saying that you're protecting Mm -hmm. your space from darkness and evil it's just that simple but great point tyler yeah but that's why I did say that. Like, so I, I, w- I will not lie, guys. I was being kind because I'm not trying to get too woo-woo on anyone. I, I just keep saying woo-woo, but I'm not trying to get too, like, freaky-deaky on anyone. But, like, I'm freaky-deaky, y'all. What. I'm into it. It's all good. <laughs> that not this podcast? That's literally the basis bit, of... A little bit woo-woo. Yeah. I'm into the woo-woo. I, I think it's woo-woo, but I think it's freaking magical. <laughs> but it's magic. I've had, yeah. I've had awesome. life-changing readings. So... Okay, so... Sorry. Friend has their new deck. Okay. So, so you want to cleanse your deck, like, first thing when you open it. You how, do you cleanse cleanse it. It. how do you cleanse it? Okay, so there's two different 101, ways. 101, y'all. 101. Because I didn't ways. know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We did it together, actually. I had no idea. Your I was deck. like, girl, I need some SOS help. <laughs> SOS over here. Oh, God. I just hit that with my teeth. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> We have way too okay. much. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> so there's different ways. I will tell you how I cleanse it, and I can tell you a brief other way of cleansing. I know of, I think, four different ways that you can cleanse. I'm not going to go into all of them. However, so how I cleanse my deck and how I believe I brought you through cleansing your deck. You take each card when you open up your deck. Uh, look through each card one at a time. Kind of get familiar with your deck. You kind of want to feel it out. <laughs> and if it's your deck... You are the one who is holding the deck. Yes. Do not let anyone else hold your deck unless you are reading them. Correct. This is very important, mm-hmm. especially when it's a fresh deck out of the plastic. Yes. hundred percent. That's a very fair point. So, but yeah, so you're wanting to get familiar with your deck. You're kind of getting to know her. You're taking your deck out on a date, guys. You're whining her. You're dining, <laughs> dining her. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
if you want, you can kind of have a little notebook next to you to take notes, like see what ones give you meh feeling, which ones give you, uh, ooh, I like this feeling or I like this card. Um, however, I will say sometimes people look at pictures and they think automatically one way and it's not necessarily a bad card, but I just think it's fun. Like take your notes, notice what cards call out to you or what ones, you know? Anyway, sorry, let's get back to cleansing the deck. So I would put each individual card over sage and the white candle just for a moment and kind of envision the sage taking away the negative energy. And do this in the daytime if you can. Yes, always do it in the daytime because something you will realize as well with tarot, when you do it at night, like sometimes it can keep you up at night because you're, I mean, you're, if you want to talk about the spiritual side, you're really diving into your spiritual side. You're bringing in this energy if you want to talk about um, the psychological side, if you want to be more scientific about it, you're still going deep diving into your inner workings. So either way, that's going to keep you up at night. So always do this during the daytime or if you can. I also think the daytime, like with all your blinds open, you're just bringing more light into the room mm-hmm. and light is shining on you and light is positive energy. Yeah, it's percent. So you're going to put each individual card over sage. I know this will take a little bit, but you know, you want to do the first side and the second side. And then over the white candle and envision the sage kind of taking any negative energy away and kind of cleansing your cards. It's what resonates with you. Then um, after you sage each one, I would you put it on the table and just kind of go crazy. Shuffle them like dominoes because you really want to mix up your cards. Again, tarot, there's 78 cards, but there's two different meanings to each card because reversed is different than right side up. And um So you really want to mix up your cards because obviously you don't want all of them in the same area. You're not going to get an accurate reading. So that's just kind of how you start with cleansing. Uh, Your first reading is usually don't try to ask like those deep, those deep questions you want to go off the bat. What's the meaning of my life? Who am I going to be or whatever? Um, Your first reading should be pretty chill and just any question to get to know your deck. Again, you're getting to know your deck. So what can I learn from you? What are you here to teach me? Those are questions I would ask for your first reading or two, um, just to kind of bring in your energy, bring in that side to it and making the deck your own in itself as well. Because it's like, oh, this is what I'm here to learn. And Um, how would you define, because I did have people ask me that on the gram too, what is a reading? How do you do a reading? What does that look like? Um, So, I mean, because I think... And that leads into the question of, can you read yourself? Which I believe the answer is yes. At least I read myself. So, yes. I'll start with, can you read yourself? Yes, you can. However, I always say, keep in mind, you're not objective to yourself. When it comes to you, um, you may interpret the cards how you want to, compared to if someone objectively is reading you or intuitively is reading you. But you always want to do the same grounding and ritual not not ritual, but the same grounding and kind of the stuff that you do before you read someone else, which I can get into as well. Um, but yes, guys, you can read yourself. You can read yourself. Just try to always ground yourself. We'll get into that. But also recognize, be self-aware. That's my favorite mm-hmm. word to tell people. I'm a little too self-aware. It's actually a downfall. <laughs> but be self-aware because when you read yourself, you may or may not be objective or you may be see one word or hear one word. Of course, there's no words on the cards, but if you're reading your booklets or Biddy Tarot or whatnot, you may see one word and latch onto it, but they're really trying to tell you something else. They're really mm-hmm. trying to give you a different message. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you can do both. When you 
read someone else or yourself do you want me to get into like that yeah. like what you do to do a reading yeah um so you set up your sacred space so like i said you kind of want to clear quartz or selenite you want one of those because those are just clearing um crystal selenite actually fun fact guys never has to be cleansed it's just a yeah, naturally put cleansing. water on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just a naturally cleansing crystal um you want tourmaline or black obsidian or one of the black stones to soak up any negative energy amethyst because a that opens the crown chakra brings you more open to receiving messages and of course if you guys don't have these stones that's fine i just always i was taught this and always recommend having these three types Mm -hmm. of stones and then a white candle so all that jazz you set up cool now (laughs) ground yourself with your deck shuffle it a little bit however whatever you want to do put it over the candle however you want to do it you want to breathe uh, you know that comes with grounding yourself i know you do those lovely breaths in your podcast yeah like brain's the, huge yo oh, i love it pranayama uh, one of the eight <laughs> limbs of yoga and hala yoga okay sorry <laughs> so um you ground yourself but also have so i'm gonna talk like you're reading someone right now okay have the other person ground themselves as well mm-hmm. so close their eyes kind of like inhale light exhale darkness or illness or whatever you want to say it's up to you guys but ground yourself, find your breath, empty your mind. And then have that person have their clear question in mind. Now, this is huge. And this was literally burned into my brain, not only by my mother, but by my books as well. Sound the alarms. <laughs> um, word your question accurately. And when I say that, I mean, you're dealing with the universe, you're dealing with energy. Every little word matters. If you say something like, if I become a famous actress, what will happen compared to will I or when I become a famous actress, what will happen? There's a difference Mm -hmm. because you're putting an if. So you're putting a, ooh, I'm wishy-washy and whatnot. Like there's a difference. Mm. Um, I remember when your mom read me. My at first, my question was, will I find love in my life? Mm-hmm. And she was like, what kind of love? Mm-hmm. I said, romantic love. Okay. Then you need to say, will I find romantic love? Mm-hmm. Because and in this lifetime as well, because again, this is up to your beliefs, but technically when you're de- dealing with spirit and tarot and whatnot, we live multiple lifetimes mm-hmm. and that's fine. If that's not your belief and you want to play with tarot, that's totes okay. But when you're saying like you want to be like in this lifetime little words like that really can change your Mm -hmm. outcome of your Mm -hmm. spread and so when you're reading someone else also let them know clearly and concisely Mm -hmm. state what you want to state makes a difference Mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference because yeah i believe in that reading ultimately i mean it was a big spread but ultimately the answer was it's up to you. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to Which do your own work. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I've had spreads like that where it's like, um, this could happen, but are you going to do the work? Because if you don't do the work, there's always a fork in life. Because the hermit's always here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So have the person you're reading have that clear message in mind and then don't focus on anything else. And again, if you're reading yourself as well, asking the question ask the question don't focus on anything else the person you're reading um it's up to them their comfortability if they want to say it out loud or if they want to keep it in their head if they say it out loud it might help you kind of read the cards a little bit better because you're going to get into the patterns what cards are near what cards if you're doing a big spread like the celtic cross um so yeah so just have them 
say it out loud, you you can do a light shuffling first, whatever you want, because it's your deck, but then you'll hand it over to them to shuffle. And so the person that you're reading will shuffle your deck. And again, they can repeat the question in their head or out loud. They can shuffle it as much as they want. It's, again, intuition. This is where we bring in intuition. Mm. It's what they feel. At one point or another, you will be like, okay, I'm done shuffling. Once you're done shuffling, you now being the person that's being read <laughs> or them, <laughs> um, you want to cut it three times. So cut your deck three times. Now, if you're right-handed, use your left hand. Or if you're left-handed, use your right hand to cut your deck. So Why? use your opposite hand. Honestly, I don't know. I think it's about balance. Hmm. I don't remember that was like shoot. I've been using my that. right hand. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I I learned way back when about that, and That's, it just kind of. I think it has something to do with balance yeah. and like the energy because you're that. always dominant with your right hand, mm-hmm. so your left hand is like more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, and you can so after you cut it into three stacks, you can restack it however mm-hmm. you're called however to. You correct. Exactly. You restack it however you want with that same hand. So whatever hand you cut it with, restack it how you want. And then once they do that, slash you hand it back. So they will hand it back to you. I think I'm now going to confuse people because I'm like you, slash they, you, slash you. (laughs) But anyway, they will hand it back to you and then you can begin your spread. Big thing. Don't do tarot when you're in a dark space. That's when we, that is when we tend to want it most because when you're in a dark space, you just want answers. Dark space, figuratively, not literally. Yes, figuratively. Or both. Literally. Or both. (laughs) But that's when you tend to want to do it most. That's when you want answers. However, your energy is going to be scattered. That's also when you can invite negative energy around you because when you're in a dark head space, whether you want to admit it or not, we tend to speak negatively out. And I mean, this is everywhere like what you put out is what you get back mm-hmm. what you speak you are what you speak I almost said you are what you eat which I guess that could be well, a thing could but be <laughs> could be <laughs> true too <laughs> but um yeah so just another thing don't be in that space and then yeah and also guys with most of your tarot decks you're gonna receive like a booklet most decks come with like mm-hmm. a little booklet with their meanings because mm-hmm. again each deck has different imagery and whatnot but um you can also use that like while you're reading and while you're learning or biddy mm-hmm. or biddy mm-hmm. um you can use that if your deck specifically comes with a booklet use that booklet because it is very specific to that deck however i know um i love biddy that's usually what i might reference and biddy also um is based off of the writer weight like all their interpretations are based off of the writer weight which again is the original one so yep but another thing when you're reading someone determining like a card's significance is dependent upon the question as well mm-hmm. the reader and mm-hmm. the person receiving the reading excuse me and the placement of other cards in the spread all of this is important yeah and we can get into this more later because i know i'm talking you're off this is tarot 101 this isn't 103 or 102 no it's great and i have yeah. incense coming at me like a, <laughs> like a, like a campfire <laughs> <laughs> smoke follows beauty uh, well i hope so. i sure hope so um, no, I think that's all super good information. And are there any, we, you talked about the questions. Sometimes I don't ask a question. So what do you think about that? And then are there any questions you should not ask? Because I have had some readings where it's almost like the cards were like laughing at me. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, your question was stupid. So here's some random cards <laughs> that make zero sense to you at all. <laughs> yes. So what not to ask? Well, so. There's not really anything you can't ask. However, there's certain things like, when will I die? They're not, <laughs> not going to answer that, obviously. 
And because there's no cards that really like hone in on a time frame, mm-hmm. like they can sometimes give like little like realm of time, sure. but it's not like you're gonna die and 2025. That's way too soon. But 2025 right. at 11 p.m. Eastern Central. Yeah, time. the cards are very <laughs> it, right. Yeah, and also you just don't keep asking the same questions. That's a big thing because if you ask a question and then you come back the next day or even a week later. It's like, they're like, I already told you. Like, bitch, I already told you. It's like, happened to me several times. What what, what more do you want? And sometimes, I know, so I remember in the beginning, way back when, like in high school or whatever, I had a reading done by my mom. <laughs> um, Blocks from the books. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another week later or something, and I did another reading, and I kept asking the same question because I wanted to be validated. <laughs> I wanted to be verified, validated, the whole jazz. And after, I think the second or third time I asked this question, I started getting shit, like random cards that had nothing to do with the price of rice in They're China. They're like, girl. They had nothing to do with what I was asking. And it's because they're like, girl, we already told you. Like, I don't know what, what else you, you want. What, what like, do you want? You're abusing. Like, because you don't want to abuse your cards. You don't want to abuse the cards. You don't want to keep asking the same question. You don't want to be manic about it. And again, you want to know how you word your damn questions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all energy. You get back what you put out. Bring in light, put out that dark. That being said, however, I'm not saying you're always going to get all light cards if you're putting out light. Like, they're going to tell you how it is. It's just mm-hmm. how what you put out and how you view it. Um, so that's For my opinion sure. For sure. I completely agree. And so let's say you're doing a reading and they sh- you shuffle, then they shuffle, they split it into three, hand it back to you. At that point, you as the person reading has an opportunity to choose a spread to do. So what is a spread? Hey, a spread. What's a spread? Yes. Like a little nutmeg, a little <laughs> n- Nutella spread. A little Nutella. I've What's actually never t- had Nutella. Um, <laughs> um, excuse me? I know. And I hate donuts. <laughs> Don't come yeah. at me. <laughs> yes. She hates donuts. I, I hate like even Tyler, the Tyler, do you like donuts? Them. Fuck yeah. Everyone likes donuts. It's like cake. Except your girlfriend. I mean, true, but that's just ridiculous. I love donut. I love donut holes. Cinnamon donut holes. Oh man, I can't. I anyway. almost said so good because I'm like trying to be like, yeah, guys. Because you're then a I'm freaking. Like, over here like, because you're a Le- <laughs> You have that Libra in you. Yeah, literally. Um. Okay. So a spread. Sorry, guys. <laughs> a spread is how you lay out your cards when you ask your question. So there are a freaking ton of spread there are a million different spreads out there there's about two that it's, i use and that's it mm-hmm. and it's whichever one you like it's dealer's choice but this is why i say read some books do your research you may not be like crazy like me who goes zero to five million on research and making sure i get all the facts from everywhere but do a little bit of research read some um, wow that sounded like condescending i didn't mean it like that anyway <laughs> um but so the main ones i use and this is also kind of just a main spread all around is the Celtic cross spread, which I've already referenced. Um, And it's just the most common spread for an in-depth answer. It's very big pitch, big picture. It's a big spread too. It's huge. I mean, the, uh, I'm trying to like count really fast in my head. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. There's ten cars. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so it goes like, yeah, root of the situation. What crosses you, what covers you, like in the past, what may come into being, what will come into being, and then it covers self, others, hopes and fears, outcome. Like, it's it's my favorite spread. It's honestly the only spread I usually use because 
it just tells you a freaking story and with that you can also look at the cards around it the surrounding cards tell you a story as well and this is when you get into the symbolism and imagery and trust your intuition once you get to that point um another one is the three card spread and that can be many things it's what you want um it's most commonly past present future other ways that people can do a three card spread are like mind body spirit or like situation action outcome Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. but most commonly it's past present future and that's just I also feel like a most common uh, spread as well Mm -hmm. because it's good I say save one card spreads more for meditation or a daily spread yeah which is what I do and they're mm -hmm. pretty most of the time they're very very accurate so Mm -hmm. I try to meditate in the morning Mm -hmm. and then when I'm done meditating I go to my tarot deck and I mm-hmm. shuffle it mm-hmm. and um, I I split it into three and then I reconnect it and then I draw mm-hmm. my, one card for myself mm-hmm. and I do that almost every day. And that's good after meditation. That's um, when it's and most it's accurate. Also good, mm-hmm. And it's also good when you're just trying to learn. Just be like, hey, what card should I learn today? I, I That's what I did in the beginning. That's what I recommend most newbies do is uh, one card spread. However, they, I always say they because, again, I'm referencing whatever you believe, energy, spirits, whatever it is, to whatever tarot means to you. Um, they don't like yes or no answers. They don't like just one card because with tarot, it's always deep. It's always subconscious or spiritual or what have you. And so one card can't really tell you your entire life. It can't really tell you this, this, and that. Um but one card spreads are wonderful after meditation, what you do, because you're not asking a question. You meditated. You've centered yourself. You've talked or reached your higher self in that sense. You just pull a card and just read it mm-hmm. and just see how it resonates. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the only times. Those are the only two times I would ever recommend a one card spread. Meditation, mm-hmm. like you do, um, or daily spread is more what I should say. Mm-hmm. Or when you're trying to learn tarot because mm-hmm. then don't ask a question just be like hey what card should I look yeah, into today it's helped me learn quite a bit quite a bit there it's are so awesome there are some cards I've never seen mm-hmm. I've never I never pulled there are cards I pull all the time mm-hmm. um two of pentacles is a common one I see mm-hmm. um and it's because it's where you're at in life queen so of right- swords mm-hmm. I see quite often the hermit I've mentioned multiple times I see that so there's there's common threads mm-hmm. and it's like okay that makes it seem more real to me because what are the odds? I've exactly. never seen the tower. I've never seen, I didn't even know the fool was a card until I was like until just <laughs> looking the other day. So there's certain cards you start to see more than others because they're more relevant to you. Exactly. Especially in that specific time in your life. Like it's just relevant to you right now. And maybe there are some cards you may never see because mm-hmm. it's, it will not be relevant in this lifespan for you mm-hmm. um so wheel that's of fortune I never i didn't even know again mm-hmm. wheel of fortune i had no idea there's just cards some of us get a lot yeah so can i am i allowed to ask you don't have to answer because i think it's fascinating before we get into oracle versus tarot mm-hmm. talking about cards we see a lot and messages in your experience is there a card that keeps coming up for you where you're like oh my goodness like does that happen that you see the same card you don't have to name what yeah. it is but yeah, definitely. And I've uh, done tarot again since I was like younger um, because my mom like was taking straight up courses on tarot mm-hmm. at shout out to Virginia Beach, the heritage um, she was taking from Edgar Casey Foundation courses. Anyway, so I got to more exposed to it then too. Um, there are definitely cards 
that kept repeating at certain aspects of my life at certain periods. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of major arcana cards. Yeah. And those are usually the ones that repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've had the, I've had the hermit as well mm-hmm. a few times. The I'm, I'm just trying to think like recently. Yeah. Um, I know if at one point in my life I had the tower a lot and I, Ooh. there's no negative connotation. I mean, there are negative connotations on cards, but the tower in my personal opinion is my most hated card. I mm-hmm. do not like that card. There are certain it cards a out. lot of us will see <laughs> and we're like, mm, that's a no. Mm-hmm. I've seen the star a lot, which is actually Aww. one of my favorites. The star That's and the magician, one. my favorite. Oh, the magicians of a good the major card. arcana. Yeah. Those are my absolute. I freaking love those cards. The nice thing about tarot too is one might look at the death card or the devil card and think it's negative. Mm-hmm. But it's it's, not. it's death not. is rebirth. The death card, yes. and so that's what I meant like earlier when I said like take your notepad and write down what makes you feel uh, and what makes you feel light. Yeah. But just know that that's just like automatically what you think because the death card actually means rebirth Mm -hmm. it actually releasing mm -hmm. it's actually it's not necessarily a bad card it's actually a pretty decent card i'm not gonna say it's the greatest card but i mean it's almost like a phoenix rising from the ashes is the death card Mm -hmm. but most people you see death and you're like fuck that i'm out i'm never (laughs) doing tarot again right (laughs) actually the guy i hung out with last night said he did tarot once Mm -hmm. and he's like the one time i did tarot my first card was the devil card and I was like I'm out of here I was like no that's not a bad card yeah well I mean yeah you can't the devil card sure is, if it was in yeah, the, and I was darker, like what position but... was it in and he yeah. didn't remember but you know it mm-hmm. doesn't have to always be bad exactly but <laughs> yeah that's something you might notice too is seeing repetition seeing mm-hmm. patterns yeah when you're looking especially if you have like a Celtics uh, cross spread or one of the bigger spreads there's even like a tree of life spread or some shit oh my it's, god it gets crazy tarot can go crazy and guys. it's it's interesting because <laughs> I always long for cups cards which represents love and mm-hmm. happiness usually and last week I got my first cups card and I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> embarrassing but I texted Casey a picture of me with like watery eyes like <laughs> holding the card <laughs> because I was so fun. happy yeah when you doing doing tarot now for a few months never seen any cups cards mm-hmm. when all you want in your life is love and happiness mm-hmm. and then you get the ace of cups it was it was almost like the work you're doing is paying off and that's the whole burning thing. that letter in you know, the fire mm-hmm. like as minute as it would have seemed because I was kind of tipsy when it happened it was not minute though that was that's huge a, that still a, that. it's still a big deal so, you so, were releasing yeah so tarot can be amazing but yeah, and it can be very psychological in that sense as well like you okay this is I'm gonna straight blast myself but you are listening like you're doing your cards and you're listening and now you got your cups card, which is all you've wanted your like entire. I'm not gonna say your entire life because just recently My you've done tarot, baby but tarot your tarot yeah. life. <laughs> um, and whereas I am not listening <laughs> psychologically like, to my cards right now, I'm not doing what I should be doing. And even if it wasn't tarot, I'm in my life, I'm not doing as much as I should be doing. I am doing pretty well. I but will say. But you're listening to the cards. But I, you are yes. seeing them. But with that, I have noticed I've um, that they will, they're not repeating the same card. They're kind of like, hey girl, your time's about to pass. Mm. Um, maybe you should get this done because if you don't, this could be your outcome. And that's why I like the Celtic mm. cross spread as well because it tells you 
your entire psyche. What could happen, what you, will happen. Yeah, yeah, and it tells you your past. Your, it tells you your entire psyche. Like, shit that comes up from, like, childhood can come up in that Celtic cross spread. Yeah, but, and you guys, I will yeah. post a picture of that spread. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that you can kind of get a visual of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I think, you're, but I think you're seeing your cards. Yeah. Sorry, I keep wine burping. (laughs) I honestly, I'm also sorry, guys. When I I feel like you heard my gulp, you probably didn't. But in my head, I'm like, I straight gulped into the mic. We're all humans. (laughs) But you will get big messages from tarot. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you get big messages. Sometimes it's scary. But um, okay, to wrap up, we could literally talk forever. It's already been an hour. Can you believe that? Solid. So yes so oracle cards or goddess cards or angel i had someone message me today and say you should look at angel cards instead Mm -hmm. and i said i'm personally more called to tarot but i respect angel cards Mm -hmm. what is the difference and i'll tell you my opinion Mm -hmm. leo and me just assumes (laughs) that you won't care about my opinion (laughs) but oracle and angel and goddess cards perceivably in in our universe Mm -hmm. are more filled with light I think they also can attract darkness, just like tarot. Yeah. So, yes. But people are like, they're sense. more happy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, t- so tarot cards, they're not all bad and they're not all great. Tarot cards are straight up, I think, just real. <laughs> I think. Because um, you, you have cards like so death much. and the devil mm-hmm. and the tower. Mm-hmm. That's cards that you can. Wait. Tarot will tell you what you don't want to hear. Do you want to. Do, do you care to elaborate? I mean, I, I don't have any personal stories because legit, my readings are always fantastic. Okay. That yeah. Hard true. stop. <laughs> never met. Tyler is one of the luckiest people in this world. Like he, all of his spreads have been fan fucking tastic. Like you have, it's actually readings. insane. And they're always accurate too. Like each time he'll be like, okay, I guess that was right. I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> you're going to have wealth. You're going to live in abundance. You're going to be happy. You will prosper. Is that luck, though, or is, is that? You know what? I believe in your past life. <laughs> Tyler, I believe it's. Me? I believe it's karma. I actually really think in your past life you probably suffered really bad, and this lifetime is your good karma. Yeah. So I you're was be- like I. You're being rewarded. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. You go through hard stuff, but you overcome it, and you I mean, you're always surrounded by people who love you. It's all relative, but I think the hard stuff I've been through is pretty pretty light compared to what most people no honor your pain everyone's pain is a broken (laughs) bone hurts just as much as a splinter right it's all pain yeah it's different to everyone yeah so anyways oracle Um, drop some (laughs) drop some knowledge (laughs) Uh, some gemini talk your ear off this is everything (laughs) i've researched okay (laughs) so um oracle goddess angel cards yes so oracle goddess angel card i'm gonna just say oracle but i'm kind of gonna put everything under that veil right now they have an image and a message on the card so when you draw it it's not an interpretation it's telling you exactly what is what is on the card um they tend to be pretty positive however it depends on the deck so i will let me actually separate because i know goddess cards and angel cards i mean tend to be pretty positive Mm -hmm. actually most Mm -hmm. like i think Mm -hmm. all of them I'm not too which well-versed is, in them. To me, which, it doesn't seem as realistic. Like, life mm-hmm. isn't always rainbows and butterflies. Exactly. It's which compromise is, that moves <laughs> us. <laughs> exactly, which is why I enjoy tarot so much, because yeah. it gets down into your deep psyche, your subconscious. Like, it tells you what you need to hear. Um, and, yeah, so angel cards are always positive, which is probably why most people, they're like, oh, hey, that's light. And I'm not 
shitting on angel cards because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want, it, again, it's what all are you what drawn calls to, to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. What calls to you. That's uh-huh. important. But so, yeah. So Oracle cards specifically, though, depend on the deck. Some have zero negative cards. Some have positive and negative. It depends on the deck. Um Oracle cards can also be a variety of things from affirmations to work with the elements to spiritual guides. Um, you basically, so with Oracle cards as well, fun fact, you basically pick your imagery and choose what's on it, which I thought, yeah. And like some Oracle decks, you can literally create your own. So that's what I mean by that. You can literally create your own Oracle decks. Um, and so because of that, it makes them much easier to read. It can also be more of a quicker option. Um, they're just way more free. They're very free-flowing. You can have any number of Oracle cards, and the content can literally be whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Like, some people have 100 Oracle cards, and some people have 20. Yeah, there's so the no, number like, of rigid. cards is different. The suits is different, if there, there even is suits. There, no, there's not suits. It's just an okay. image and then, like, an affirmation or, like, a message. And okay, so it's um, probably much different, like, the history of tarot. It's probably completely separate. Correct. So, with tarot, tarot kind of takes time to study. It's more rigidly, it's more of a rigidly set deck. Um, you know, you have your 78 cards. This is basically the symbolism, not basically, this is the symbolism. These are the elements that go with these suits. This is kind of what it means. Now, again, there are different tarot decks, so they can somewhat represent a little bit different, but ultimately tarot is tarot. I mean, this is like history, like it's rigid. Mm -hmm. It is set. This Mm -hmm. is what it means. Um, this is where we deep diving into your soul or whatnot. Oracle cards, can are just like an image and then the message that you want or the affirmation and goddess angel cards same thing um they're just they the messages on the back you draw a card and it tells you what you want Mm -hmm. tarot sometimes um once you start doing it for a while and getting more into it it's intuitive Mm -hmm. it's you're interpreting these cards hey what does this element represent what does this person represent what is happening in this picture as well as knowing the definition of these cards because there's a reverse meaning and a right side up meaning. Um, and so reading your booklet or Biddy, um, or Llewellyn, by the way, Llewellyn's also a great site, but reading these definitions, but in tarot, it's also intuitive and it's just, there's a lot more to study with it. And I'm not putting down Oracle goddess or angel cards or any of those, because again, it's what calls to you. Yeah. If you prefer, the more free flow creative like you can just choose your image or choose your message that's fine um it's all relative and it's to almost, you it's all energy to you yeah it's but almost any card you pull has a is is more positive yeah in a sense now i i will say some oracle cards can be negative specifically oracle i'm 99 percent sure angel cards are all light yeah i, I i've never so. done them because i i won't lie i'm a very like tell me my deepest darkest secrets and I'm very well, like tell me my lightest secrets but like I'm very much like tell I want to get truth. into that yeah I want the truth yeah and I my personal opinion nothing against them but if I'm only gonna draw from a light deck I'm only gonna get lightness however if you need that in your life if you need that positivity like do it get your I yeah. know my mom has literally all of them she has like three tarot decks a goddess deck 
I angel cards, and I'm pretty sure she has oracle cards as wow. well. She and she has like a whole shelf of like it's whatever cards. calls to you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, someone today we're we'll get into Instagram questions next, but someone messaged me and was like, "You should." I think I mentioned this earlier in the episode. You should check out um, angel cards. They're they're a lot more positive. Yes, more wine, please. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I I think my response was jokingly like, "I like a little darkness." Yeah. And, I and what I mean by that is I want the realism. And mm-hmm. some of this, like you've read me and your mom has read me where the spread is like, there is potential for loneliness and suffering and pain if you don't heal yourself. And mm-hmm. it, it is, it's so real that it almost woke me up mm-hmm. to find a life coach, to journal, to write my ex-husband yeah, a letter, that. to go into deep, dark places to heal myself. Cause I'm like, girl, I want to be, I want to <laughs> have children. Like I want to fall in love and, these cards, in my opinion, my spirit guides, mm-hmm. spirits, the universe, the world, mm-hmm. is telling me you can. You're going to continue to suffer if you don't look within. Yeah. And I was like, and you all started right, on this amazing path. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So that was tarot, and I feel like if I had asked or asked an oracle deck the similar question, mm-hmm. it would have been so positive and uplifting that it wouldn't have put me in that in that mindset to be afraid and to be like, yeah. okay. This yeah. could be a reality that I'm going to continue to suffer my whole life. And yeah. t- Tarot showed me that. You would have kept like kind of bottling tarot it down. Tarot showed me the been, like, swords hey, cards and uh-huh and mm-hmm. things like the hermit. And yeah, that first reading your mom did on me was like scary. Okay. I, <laughs> You're like, okay. I cried. I was like, um, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. I just met you. <laughs> I know. And my mom like straight called out. So she's like, hey, do you, I'm not going to like get into it. But she was just like, do you have this person or this type of person in your life? And then Jenny was like yeah and then she's like i don't think i need to do work and then later you were like i actually need to do a fuck ton of work (laughs) with this person and your mom called me out and i'm not i wasn't like here for it at the moment but like i mean you were here for it but you know what i'm saying oh my god my mom like straight called it out i even that that reading i was like i remember tyler walking out and i was crying a little bit and she's (laughs) like are you okay with them being here i was like Mm -hmm. oh god yeah but yeah it's really (laughs) it's very truthful it's very mm-hmm. truthful, and I would prefer to see some of the sad, dark, hard um, realizations. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I need that to toughen myself. So that's why I was drawn to tarot because I'm okay. I'm okay with a little bit of darkness because I know how to protect myself. I'm okay yeah. protecting myself with sage and crystals mm-hmm. and meditation. And but it's not witchcraft. It's not witchcraft. No, guys. it's mm-hmm. not. We're not in the it's not 1800s a magic anymore, or 1900s. I guess is when. No, actually, it was the 1800s when it was against like the church and whatnot it's, exactly it's, just, it's not but it's what you want so exactly okay <laughs> so i don't questions. let's get into yeah i, I like actually most of them were no go ahead <laughs> we answered most of the instagram questions yeah a lot of them were the basic hey what's yeah what do you do? how do you do a spread like, exactly whatnot. so y'all know we always ask on instagram questions that you have mm-hmm. so on my instagram i put out call the questions and casey put the same out on hers mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with mine. I'm just going to read them off even if we answered them. So my friend Caitlin said, what are they? How do you use them? And what do they mean? So I do think we capped most of that off. Mm -hmm. What Um, do they mean? I feel like we'll do, if you guys like this, let us know. We can do a part two. Yeah, we can do a part two and like straight go into the cards. Like I will, we will break down each card. We could go through all the major arcana cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, ooh, that would be so fun. We could have an episode on major, the major arcana, an episode on suits. Yeah, oh yeah, or each suit, honestly, because there's so many, there's a fuck ton of cards to go through. That would be really fun. But yeah. 
but I think we answered the rest of her questions. Mm -hmm. And then how do you learn to read tarot? So we didn't talk about that, actually. How do you learn to read? So I have been learning by doing. Mm -hmm. So I practice on myself every day. And and I practiced on my friend Carl twice. Both times they've been moderately accurate. But reading someone else just takes intuition and practice. Which intuition's not innate with me. It's very innate with you and Mm -hmm. your mom. Mm -hmm. It's not as natural for me. So I know there's resources. There's books. And there's um, YouTube channels. And Biddy Tarot is a great podcast to listen to. But Mm -hmm. I think it comes from within. It does. It does. Um, A lot of the intuition and whatnot. There may be around you courses on tarot. Um, So I know for me, it was just my family. I think my grandmother and I'm pretty sure my great grandmother read tarot. Like it's just been passed down and passed down throughout my family. But on top of it, um, my mom took courses on it. So we were lucky enough when we lived in Virginia Beach, there was a new age place the heritage founded by the edgar casey foundation and they had courses so you can maybe seek out to see if there's a learning course Mm -hmm. on tarot um but yeah it's books uh biddy llewellyn tarot is also a fantastic site um and we can probably give resources later like i can probably if you want the description yeah okay cool i was gonna say or if you want to message me i can give like some books and whatnot but i definitely would recommend looking up because i feel like that at least I do well in a learning setting and like getting the, the basics down. Yeah. So also looking up, see if you have any yeah. courses around you from um, eligible people. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Them. Anyone who's used it for a while mm-hmm. can kind of show you the ropes. And, and and if you have someone like I know you have me and my yeah. mom and like I send you every yeah. card I pull mm-hmm. because you and always have a it. different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, because you always have a different view on it than I do because you have that intuitive sense. Yeah, because that... I take it too literally. Yeah, and intuition just comes with time. Like, don't beat yourself up. Like, intuition and interpreting it comes with time. Um, A lot of times in the beginning, you're just going to literally read verbatim what the description says on Biddy mm-hmm. or your booklet, and mm-hmm. then you're like, I don't get it. Well, <laughs> sometimes right. you need to interpret the picture. You need to really yeah. study your cards when you draw them. Really mm-hmm. study that image. Mm-hmm. It's not to bring up my friend the hermit again, but it's just a good example. <laughs> so for I kept getting him, and I thought it was a bad thing. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, what do you? Cause, because the hermit can represent uh, soul searching and being introspective. Time being to be alone. alone. It's, it's an very, image of like, a man in a yeah, mm-hmm. and it's an image of a man in a cloak holding up a lantern, almost like he's going mm-hmm. through a dark wooded area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What are? What do you want? I'm alone. I live alone. I'm alone all the time." And it wasn't until I looked into the deeper meaning and spoke to my life coach, she was like, "Maybe it's just affirming that you are doing that, mm-hmm. that you're taking the right steps you need. You're soul searching. You're be you're really being alone. You're being introspective." perspective mm-hmm. the hermit is a good card for you it's it's a it's it's confirming and affirming all of those things for you mm-hmm. so it's all how you look at it it can yeah. it's open to so many different interpretations mm-hmm. absolutely and i think that was all my questions because we answered the rest one yeah. was about spirit which we did talk about yeah um, yeah because i think all of my questions were similar and then one of them yeah was what gives tarot the connection to make a reading on someone's spirits Mm. energy or the devil himself which we kind of like touched on um not the devil but not the devil (laughs) not the devil Um, but again uh 
I think I said this earlier, but it just depends on your belief. I don't believe the devil gives you that connection to read someone. Yeah. It's your intuition. It's your energy. It's all energy, guys. Not to sound like, hey, bro, hit my <laughs> joint. But, like, it's all energy, bro. <laughs> like, um, but sometimes it's your deep subconscious self. You can look at tarot from a psychological standpoint. Like, you can look at it from a science standpoint sure. if you really sure. want to. Because that, uh-huh. that's my favorite thing, Libra rising over here. I look at it from both standpoints. Like, the spiritual world, I will look at from a scientific base, which is why me and Tyler work so well. Because sometimes I'll talk it out with him, too. Um, but anyway, I will say it's only the devil if you invite him in. If you invite darkness and the devil and you want to talk to the dead and you want to be dark, that's the only time. But I believe in a connected divine energy. And yeah, so that's what gives tarot your connection, your mm-hmm. energy, your what in that. This is also why I say sage, sage your space. Also, fun fact, when you sage like your physical space, like not your cards or whatnot, guys, crack a window open. Because you want the Gosh, energy, to, the negative energy to go out mm-hmm. when you sage it. Even if you're in Arizona, it's 120 degrees. I did Crack the other day. <laughs> I turned my AC on and I'm like, okay, my electric bill might be high. But I mean, it's only for like five minutes while I saged my space. But I cracked my window open in 111, question mark? I don't know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it cool. tarot is incredible. It's a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. It is a deck of cards that can be used to really illuminate huge messages for you. And before we wrap this up, Casey, Mm -hmm. is there a favorite card? Is there a card that you absolutely love, you're drawn to, Mm. you whether you wish to get it? I think the star. I love the star. First off, it's a beautiful, beautiful imagery. This woman with long, white, blonde hair holding a star there's like a waterfall it's so mystical and magical and my ass who loves fantasy and like Lord of the Rings and just a lot of fantasy books and stuff I just live for the star she also means that you have everything that you can have everything in your hands Mm. the world is yours like she is just all positivity I that is my favorite Mm. card 100% that's a good card I um, I don't know. I think it's the Ten of Cups. It's the one where it's a it's um a couple and they're the rainbow. Yeah, with oh, the kids the, yeah. in the background. Mm-hmm. And then there's yeah. I've never That's got a beautiful card. Never had the Ten of Cups. I'd love the Ten of Cups. <laughs> um, but yeah, it represents I think fertility or happiness, family. Maybe Ace of Cups is fertility, but uh, yeah, just family, happiness, and yeah, everything that I that want, want in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, um, okay. You changed your Instagram tag. Yes, I did. Where can peeps find you? I'll put, and, I'll, and I'll put her Tyler and Tyler's just... stuff. Tyler's not on Instagram as much, but if you he pull has, up like, his one DMs. picture. <laughs> He's like, hey, by the way, I'm on Insta, guys. <laughs> so where can they find you? Um, Simply Stoked Casey. And there's a period in between each word. So simply period stoked period Casey. Yeah, I changed it because I don't know. I am very stoked it's pretty simple (laughs) and a lot of people didn't understand because before it was like casey gnarls because if you guys can't tell my like three favorite words are rad gnarly and stoked um not to sound like a bro or a surfer dude but i mean i grew up on the beach but those are my three favorites so anyway yeah simply stoked casey i changed it um and if you guys have any questions on tarot or anything (laughs) yeah hit me up (laughs) you can hit me up um and slide into my dms i will answer any questions you have 
and yeah, get to get to know me. That sounds yeah. like I'm trying to take y'all out. No, on a date, she'll be on it. <laughs> she'll be on again. And likewise, you can ask me any questions you have about tarot. I don't know as much, but I can connect you to Casey, who knows mm-hmm. a whole ton. So. Thank and you. Let us know if you want another epi. Like, please to do deeper in tarot or even astrology, like anything. Yeah, astrology, Jenny, tarot. No. Let us know. We can always do a part two. I hope this was really helpful. Yeah, let. It, uh, I keep saying, let me know, let me know, let me know. Talk to me, please. I need friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this. But let us know if this helped you out. If you had more questions or anything, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> this felt really, really insightful. I learned things I didn't know, and also just a good reminder. Tarot is sacred, you guys. Any it's, any final takeaways? I think the biggest for me is if you get a new deck, treat it with respect, mm-hmm. store it safely, invest in a wooden box. I got mine on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Wrap it in silk. Protect it with selenite. Put it in a safe space. Sage every time your deck is exposed. Yeah. You're um, getting to know your deck. Your deck is part of you, and it's an extension of you. And Let it pick up your vibration. Wine and dine it. <laughs> wine and dine it. Sometimes I just sit and shuffle it and sing, and it's just a way for me to connect deeper to to the deck or you yeah. know so just treat it treat it like it's sacred because it is and it's it is. opened up huge pathways for me and for Casey and Tyler Tyler is there anything else you want to add from <laughs> maybe a skeptic's lens uh, not really I think that I said my two cents but I mean it it is what you make it at the end of the day I think that whether or not there is anything magical going on I think that when you look at the cars and you get a reading you can get some insight that maybe you know you have in your subconscious mind that you don't really want to hear um and the cards are pretty broad so i mean even if you're not a believer i say you know worst case it's like a fun party thing to do when you're you know in downtown just to get a tarot reading um i don't recommend that uh okay or not um but i mean okay then if with someone you trust getting a reading because uh they might be able to give you some insight into what's going on um even if it's not anything magical or woo woo so and just have an open have an open mind Mm -hmm. as with anything in spirituality what your podcast is yes yeah honestly like this whole podcast is about learning about spirituality and in the modern world and tarot is the hands down the biggest newest thing in my life that is spiritual that has changed me good and i really owe that to you and blancs from the bronx i hope blancs from the bronx makes it makes i know she's listening blancs you're welcome anytime. We got these Please, nice little stands on. now. <laughs> come on, mama. <laughs> um, anything You're else you want to add? One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I'm. Thank you for bringing me on. Like I said, it's been um, something I've been very passionate about and been in my family for many a generation. So I'm just okay. pretty stoked to talk about thank it. You thank you so too. much. Slide in with any questions, you guys. We hope to see you in another episode. Make sure you subscribe. That way... You never miss a po- never miss a podcast episode. It's almost like you're part of a really cool, fun, exclusive club. You get to listen to an episode first. Holla. And if you feel inclined to leave a rating or a review, that just makes it possible so that more people can listen to this podcast. We can get these messages in front of more people. And yes. by changing people and making people more kind and in tune with themselves, we can change the world. So beautifully said that being said (laughs) you guys know the divine light within me sees honors loves and cherishes the beautiful bright divine light within each and every one of you because you know it is there and it is shining brightly my friends all up peace we will see you (laughs) on the next episode